Award season. China. And Streets of Rage? This and more this week on 8 Bits for the week of November 18th, 2022. Welcome to 8 Bits, a weekly podcast bringing you 8 Bits of video game news fast. I'm your host, Frankie Godoy. Now, let's get started. The nominees for this year's Game Awards have been announced. Headlining the show is this year's six nominees for Game of the Year, including A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Leading the nominations is God of War Ragnarok with nine nominations across all categories, including Best Narrative, Game Direction, and Innovation in Accessibility. Elden Ring also follows with seven nominations, including Narrative, Score, and Best Art Direction. Other nominees include Stray, also with seven nominations for Best Indie and Debut Indie Game. The full list of nominations is available on the Game Awards website. Another awards ceremony, the Grammys, also announced the nominees for the inaugural Best Score or Soundtrack for Video Games and Other Interactive Media. The nominees are Austin Wintory for Aliens Fireteam Elite, Stephanie Economou for Assassin's Creed Valhalla Dawn of Ragnarok, Bear McCreary for God of War Ragnarok, Richard Jock for Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Christopher Tin for Old World. Following his damning Medium post of the company last week, Bethesda has responded to Mick Gordon's thorough takedown of the publisher during his time working on Doom Eternal. In a statement released on Twitter, the company claims Mick Gordon, quote, mischaracterized and misrepresented its software, the Doom team, producer Marty Stratton, and more. The statement also alleges Gordon lied, claiming that the company, quote, rejects the distortion of the truth and selective representation of incomplete facts. The company also claims to have additional evidence and documentation supporting them, but will only disclose in the court of law should the situation escalate to that. The statement also aligns with Gordon's representation of the Bethesda legal team, claiming that part of the settlement would involve him taking complete blame for the poor realization of the Doom Eternal soundtrack. Yuji Naka, the creator of Sonic the Hedgehog and Balan Wonderworld, has been arrested. Naka's arrest is due to his alleged involvement in an ongoing insider trading case. The case alleges Naka purchased 10,000 shares of mobile game studio Aiming prior to an announcement from Square Enix involving the mobile game Dragon Quest Tact. Two others involved in the case, a former Square Enix employee and an acquaintance of Naka, had been arrested the day prior to his arrest. The story is ongoing at the time of writing and will likely be updated in the next episode. Soon, Blizzard games will no longer be playable in China. Starting January 23rd, 2023, Overwatch 2, Diablo 3, World of Warcraft, Starcraft, Hearthstone, and Heroes of the Storm will no longer be playable in mainland China. The reason for this is that the service provider for the games in China, NetEase, was unable to reach an agreement upon renewing their contract with Activision Blizzard. Mobile and PC-based Diablo Immortal will still be playable as its service is attached to a separate contract. Regarding the end of service, NetEase CEO William Ding says, quote, We have put in a great deal of effort and tried with our utmost sincerity 
to negotiate with Activision Blizzard that we could continue our collaboration and serve the many dedicated players in China. However, there were material differences on key terms and we could not reach an agreement. Ding also comforts players that, should an agreement be met in the future, all user data and progress will be saved. The Washington Post also obtained an email from Blizzard President Mikey Barra saying, quote, We have been working through the process in good faith to extend our existing agreements. However, their approach was not aligned with our commitment to players, employees, and our operating principles. The end of the contract also comes after years of controversy between Activision Blizzard and mainland China, spurred by the company's treatment of Hearthstone player Blitzchung amidst the Chinese government's invasion of Hong Kong. With the contract's ending, per Ibarra and the Washington Post, Blizzard Esports in China will also be affected, including the Overwatch League, among others. And now for a message from our sponsor. A new Splinter Cell game is on the way and Ubisoft gave players the first glimpse of the long-awaited game this week. In a video celebrating the 20th anniversary of the franchise, the leadership on the remake at Ubisoft Toronto shared their experience with the series before discussing the future. The Toronto studio's first game was Splinter Cell Blacklist, the last game in the franchise releasing nearly a decade ago in 2013. The four spoke on the technical revelations of the series, including lighting technology, physics, and environmental interactivity. Discussing the upcoming remake, the team mentions how Ubisoft's proprietary Snowdrop engine will allow the use of ray-traced lighting in the series for the first time, as well as more realistic audio interactions in the environment, all on top of new enemy AI to be more realistically responsive to player actions. As for their approach to the remake, the team will be taking gameplay and design innovations from later in the series, including the open nature of levels from Chaos Theory and making the entire game playable non-lethally. The game is very early in production, and the team will be going dark while they work on the remake coming in the distant future. Volition is being demoted. This comes from Embracer Group's investor meeting this week. Following the underwhelming reception and performance for the recent Saints Row reboot this summer, the studio is being transitioned from Deep Silver's catalog of studios to now continuing under Gearbox Software. Based on the phrasing of the transition, Volition Studio will now act as a support studio for Gearbox games, including the Borderlands franchise and upcoming Homeworld 3. In the same meeting, Embracer Group also announced that the long-delayed Dead Island 2 has been delayed once again into April of next year, as well as the acquisition of the Risk of Rain franchise from studio Hopu Games. Despite the company's tone on them in the past, a 2021 patent from Sony published this week may hint at what the company will be doing with NFTs and the crypto space. The patent specifically outlines how Sony would handle technology that, quote, convert the digital assets associated with video games from being fungible to being non-fungible and in systems that would create and manage such digital assets by being fungible to being non-fungible, and in systems that would create and manage such digital assets by tracking a history of the digital assets. The patent describes the digital assets as in-game items or characters, or 
video game digital media assets representing moments of gameplay of a video game such as video clips or images. The patent also includes images of an interface to view the activity of the NFT, including ownership transfers and customizations. The publishing of the patent comes at a troubling time for the crypto space following the bankruptcy of FTX, one of the larger crypto exchanges globally. With the company's money troubles, esports organizations TSM FTX nullified their 10-year naming agreement with the company and was to revert their name to only TSM, but was unable to on social media due to ongoing troubles at social network Twitter under Elon Musk. Finally this week, yet another video game movie is on the way. This time, Sega's seminal side-scrolling brawler Streets of Rage is coming to the big screen. The rights were acquired by Lionsgate and will be helmed by Derek Kolstad, the creator and writer of the John Wick franchise. Producing the movie is DJ2, the production company that owns the rights to many different video game franchises, as well as Toru Nakahara from Sega. Nakahara-san also produced the past two Sonic the Hedgehog films and the upcoming Sonic Prime series for Netflix. In his excitement, Derek Kolstad, speaking to Deadline, says, quote, When Dimitri first mentioned the idea of cracking a Streets of Rage movie, I was so immediately freaking in. And to play with Sega? Ten-year-old in me is still grinning. Looking forward to next week, fantasy western shooter Evil West launches on PC, PlayStation, and Xbox on November 22nd, alongside anime shooter adaptation Gungrave Gore. And that's it for this episode of 8-Bits. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this, be sure to subscribe and leave a rating on whatever podcast platform you happen to be listening on. I'd really appreciate it. Next week, we are off due to the holiday here in the United States, and so the next regularly scheduled episode will be on December 2nd. To stay up to date with everything from the show, follow us on, frankly, I don't know if Twitter will still be around much longer. So until then, follow us on Twitter at 8BitsGG, that is at the number 8BITSGG. And if you have any suggestions as to where I can post updates regarding the show and everything video game news, feel free and let me know. But once again, thank you for listening, happy holidays, and have a good rest of your week. (music) 